Hi, sweetie, I'm back. I'm back. Yes, I'm back. I'm here for you. I'm back. God, he, he's, you know, he still showed me number two. He was showing me that for months. And I mean, every day, all day. You know, I have um, a small trash can in my bathroom, right? So I looked over and I see in the trash a huge number two on a piece of paper. I'm like, dang. I look on the floor, the towel on my floor, it, you know, come out to symbolize a number two. Looking up in the sky, and he just formed the two in the clouds. God, it's just so amazing. I'm seeing another one right now as I'm talking to you. And his, the way how God writes number two is always the same way. So beautiful, Father. Yeah, I get to talk to him again. How my babe, my sweetie, my buka. Oh, God, show me a heart. Yeah, you know, I'm excited talking to you. Yeah, excuse the last episode so much. Yeah, I was... You know, you know, honest, oh God. <laughs> but yeah, God said, you know, just calm down and cool down. I have to cool down when I'm talking to you. I have to, you know. There was my uncle texting me saying he had so much time. My cousin Kana gonna drop off my my purse. I left my purse there. That's how much of a great time I had. I forgot my purse. <laughs> I ain't want. I mean, you ain't want to leave, right? <laughs> my family. Yeah. It's me, huh? My family. Let me tell you about my family, okay? My whole life, they always been wealthy. Both sides. And I just never cared about that. And that's what had me feel that strong about you in the past. I didn't care about that. I didn't. I don't. I want to enjoy you and what comes along with you. Enjoy that. But I want you first, not that. You know? I know my life changed with you because you're in it. You know, and not for the things you bring along with you. Okay? I, uh, my family, you know, they have car lots, restaurants, uh, all kinds of things, boutiques, you name it. I mean, there are surgeons, you know, lawyers. That's all you will find in my family. My grandfather had it set up that everybody in the family becomes something that everyone will go to someone in the world to need. You will get it in the family. That's why we have lawyers, we have doctors. Everything that you want to go, you can go to that family member and get it. That's how he had it to be. Um, I never, I turned down everything. And my cousins and I was like, you tripping hard, yo. And I was like, I don't care about those things. I just care about every single one of you. And me and my grandfather, you know, we, we got along, but... Not much. He was disappointed that he felt like everybody else is so happy about what he's doing due to his accomplishments and everybody else in the family. But me, it wasn't that I wasn't. And every time I come around him, he had me to feel that way every time. He feel his disappointment. And it wasn't that I wanted the things. I wanted him. Like we used to play games going down the road trips we used to play who can call out the, the uh, highway signs the fastest as we going down. 
the road trips. I grew up traveling so much. We had to because he's, you know, pastor, bishop. And my uncles, you know, have a very big family. There are twins on, you know, every side of my family, many of them. And they have so many kids. My great-grandmother had 20 kids. You understand? And even my uncles, they got like 14. You know, some have six, some have, you understand? But it's rare that you will find less than three. And for any member in my family. And I didn't want any more kids. And they was like, well, you heard the episode about me losing my daughter, you guys. And God said, you know, you never lost her. You know, she just, you know, not here, naturally. But um, I um, was like, I don't really want any more. My son, that's good. I'm good, I'm good. He's 14. And everybody was kind of saying, Q done, Q made sure. She's like, she don't want no more. She only got her one and she good. And then here come God, come around the corner about you and these kids. Yeah. These kids. Because it's not to just have kids, it's to have kids. That is the legacy. A legacy is not a business because if your kids don't want to carry on that, you know, responsibility, then what's going to be legendary about it? You understand? The legacy is the kids. People leave things behind, and that's good. That's good. But the kids are the legacy because they will always be. The business will perish. All of those things will perish. You name it, my grandfather had. He got yachts, boats, everything. And I'll never forget. He would just like, you know, my uncles would be like, you don't want. No, I don't. I don't want. They'd be so mad. Why you don't want us? Why, why, I mean, why you don't need us or what we want to give? I don't care about that. They were so mad. You live in an apartment? Yeah. Oh, God. I have a, my grandfather's home. He has a seven-bedroom home, you know, in Clinton. And that's only one location. He has another one in South Carolina. And one in D.C. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the one in D.C. And he uh, have some family members just living, you know, in that big family just living together. And you don't want to come? No. When they heard about me, I told my dad, about me, you know, having a tent one time outside. Oh, God. And I was telling him, just out of, you know, because I'm not going through that anymore. Because he's wondering why I wasn't writing him. I didn't have no set address. Um, what happened was, sweetie, when I told him that, she told the whole family, was mad. you were what? Outside. How dare you to be outside and not call us? I have an aunt who who owns uh, her own beach home, and she lives out of her beach home, and it's in uh, Calvert County near Solomon's Island somewhere. Very nice, very nice. And 
she's near a lot of water. But I don't know why God had me talk to you about these things. Just that I'm not to be born. Because I'm so big on that because, you know, I don't care about those things. I never did. I understand how some people can be rich and disguise themselves to be less fortunate to meet someone to really love them for who they are and not for what they have. And I deny the family, quote unquote, legacy. I don't want that. And because I didn't want that, they kind of like, you know, don't want no parts with me. Excuse me. Oh, well, I didn't mean to burp. Oh, my God. I ate a lot of food. They kind of don't want no, they don't, ain't no kind of, they don't want to be bothered with me. So God has had me to tell you that. They love me. They are talking, yo, Facebook and stuff. And when I go around, they'll be happy. But if I was in them calling me to be around me or my son, you know, being as though my son is a child, you know, they, you know. They love him, but they wouldn't come around because of what I did. I didn't want the family legacy. They was like, pick any business, do with your cousins, whichever one. I didn't want any of it. Pick which home, none of it. You don't want your own home, none of it. And my father is very, you know, he always been some kind of feeling some kind of way about me. But he understood. He was like, you just want to be so independent. It's not that. God just want me to depend on him and not you. And my dad, we grew up very close. But the thing is, he still know that I'm like this. And he's like, but the thing is, he loves me anyway. He loves me anyway. And I just gave it up. I gave it all up at a young age. The age of five. I gave up everything. And so did my sister. And once you're out, you're out. And I thank God that it's such a time as this where he's going to gain them back due to how he provide for me and not them. Because he's going to show them how he do it and not them. Because when God bless, it's beyond measure. It's so much more than just that. What they have to offer. And my mom, she was like, you know, a little sad. They don't mean they have to disown you guys because you don't want the legacy. No. That's why I was kind of embarrassed about, you know, marrying you. Because I, you could go around my family and meet them, of course. But if I was in, you seen that they called me and all that. I don't get any phone calls because of that reason. Nope. And I was like, God, I'm marrying this man where he's from. And my family don't really want to have anything to do with me. I don't know how to tell him that. What if he changes his mind on marrying me? It's amazing how God can have me testify like that to you. I had no idea I was going to do that. That's what happened, babe. Yeah. Yeah, but God's changing it around. And don't get me wrong, they are very loving, very kind. You'll be if you go near my family in the areas, you're gonna be like, you tripping. What what are you thinking? And my family are very low key with it. 
But in certain places they'll take you, you'll be like, oh my God. For real though, y'all. This lifestyle every day. But the thing is, there's something missing. Very important. Humility. Would you rather have all of that? Or would you rather have love? I chose love. Love is not giving me something. Love is not me having things, basically. And to them, that's happiness, having things. And my happiness is just with God. Just with God. That's why I really didn't want you or anybody to feel sorry for me. You understand? Because I could change it in a heartbeat if I wanted it to. But I don't want that lifestyle in that way. No. I want it God's way. Without trying to be bought or, you know, convinced or whatever you call it. I just want God's way. And I'm going to tell you, that time, those times in that tent, it wasn't very long. But those times there, I spent so much time receiving so much peace. So much peace. Some days I couldn't wait to get back to that tent. When I went to my family house yesterday, the one came from Israel. They live like kings and queens in Israel. And they, they bought property in Tanzania, Africa. And my uncle want me to, to, you know, buy property there. I said, God's will be done. said, you could come with me. God's will be done. And I'm just telling you these things because, you know, some, some things that was made challenging for me so I can come and need the family. When it came to jobs, because my family has a lot of poor. A lot of poor in the District of Columbia. Yeah. And my mom's side has a lot of poor in Philadelphia, where she's from. Yeah. And my grandmother, when she seen me, when I testified to you how she was so amazed about my clothes and my worship and my praise, because she was like, you look so much richer than we are. You never needed us. Out of every grandchild, you're the one who made the right decision. And that was to choose God and not anything else or anyone else. I didn't like the lifestyle the way it was. No. Because if you're not careful, you're going to think you're better than people. And that's what was happening. And I saw it as a kid. And I was being separated from other kids. Separated from other people. I couldn't really go where everybody else went. 
We were so different growing up. And I hated that. Because of a legacy. That's not even legendary. And when my grandfather departed his body. He released to me. All the money that he had saved. My father's portion. Which is he in prison. Living like a king. And his portion. For his kids. Which is me and my sister. And. I gave up my portion. He. He even owned. Uh, Grace. I, and what he did was he bought. Plots. For every grandchild. Every great grand. Great grand. He bought just about the entire cemetery. All the plots. For the family to be together. And. And I. Um. And I, um, just, you know, to God be the glory. I see your eyes, Father. You know, see. I'm so amazed at God. I'm so amazed. And what God's way of doing things. The devil tried to have people to bother me my entire life. Even people on the train tried to buy me. So many men tried to buy me. I'm already bought. And they were so pissed. People get so pissed when they feel as though that you're denying everything they have to offer. Sweetie, I want you. I want you. They don't care how much money God placed in my hand. I'm never going to stop being humbled. I can sit around a person by a liquor store. I don't care if I'm a billionaire. I can go and sit in someone's tent and love them. You know, and I have one dollar in America. It's 84 shillings. I trans—I transferred $700 of American money into shillings. Now you go figure how much I had in Africa. So wherever I went, I could do whatever. You understand? If $1 is 84, I had 700. And then I withdraw more than, more than that when I was that. And it's amazing how they have a Bank of America in Africa. <laughs> and I'm so glad because that's who I was with at the time, Bank of America. 
and uh, when I um, God got me testifying for real to you. Oh God, he's like he's like, he knowing everything. We get ready, gonna be nothing to talk about for the thing, you know, new things. He know everything. This <laughs> God just this is you getting to know me. This is our date. Oh God, God used the word date. It's just our date right here. God, you're sweet. Me testifying. God said, you have no idea what's happening right now. Okay, Father. I'm enjoying this date with him. Yeah. This is a day date. Mm-hmm. And um, so if you be on a date, then go put those pants on. <laughs> yeah, I'll trust. Oh, you don't have to put them on. I can see. I can see. Okay, Father, I'm stay focused. God, you said date. Oh, that's not what happens. On, okay, all right, God. He said, that's not what happened on a date. Oh, God, if you're not married. Okay, Father, stop using my mouth to talk to me, to talk to him, to tell him myself, please. God. Oh, God. God said, don't ever consider yourself to be a mutant. You are not a mutant. God had me to look up the word mutant. Because a lot of like X-Men already consider themselves as mutant. If you know what the mutant, if mutant really means, you would never consider yourself that. You understand? It's the total opposite as to God's giftings. So I just thought about the word mutant when I was, God using me to tell myself by talking to me, using my own voice. And I thought about the word mutant and God said, no, you're not. He hears your heart. I'm trying to tell you. God said, don't ever call yourself a mutant. Okay, God. Since we're on a date, sweetie, you look sexy. Mm -hmm. God said, come on. I go back with the testimony. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I don't know where I stopped off at, Father. I went too far that I forgot where I was. But let me just start, you know, talking about, you know, some things. Well, you know, my family, you know, the plots. I talked about the plots. And, you know, my grandfather, you know, they were one well, of my cousins and them. Well, oh, yeah, he had me tell on myself. Sweetie. Well, not because I don't say tell on yourself. I have you testifying. It's a big difference. Okay. Oh, sweetheart. I uh, I had a son that's at that cemetery. Um, God want me to talk to you about that. When I say I'm a very fertile woman, I'm very fertile. Like, I get pregnant just like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. So, God, I know I said to you in the past that every time, you know, I'm going to give my body a break within time. I will. I will. Because God, you know, gave me heads up. It's up to you, but I don't want you to walk around tired. You don't want me to walk around tired. So, can you please make sure that, you know, we just, you know, be very careful and mindful. Let's just be mindful. You know, not careful. God said be mindful, you know, in between the times. Because just like that, I can get, you know, pregnant just so fast. You can look at me and I can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Fast. But I had a son. I God said you have. I have a son. He's in the kingdom. Before I had DJ. I was 19. And, um, you know, uh, I was 19. And uh, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, God. God, you have me to talk about that. God said talk about it. I was 19, and I, uh, oh God. 
I got defiled in such a way. And this guy, you know, pretty much took what he wanted. And I got pregnant and and uh, I was really, you know, going through it. My family, you know, didn't know nothing about nothing. I didn't say anything as to what happened, how I, you know, came across him or anything. And what happened was is that he, he, uh, my family was very mad at me because I wasn't married. And that was during the times where I, I was still getting college, you know, <laughs> scholarships coming in the mail. And they was like, you turning down this for, to ruin your life. Now you're pregnant and all this stuff. And, and um, I was still turning down the family legacy then. I'm still turning it down now. And um, they, uh, let me get to the baby part. I, I was really, you know, being challenged. It's not, it wasn't easy for me. Everybody showed their disappointment. They didn't show any support, basically. But they still was there to love me and still support, even though, you know, it took some time to get to that point. But my son's name is Quintez. And yeah, he was six six weeks old. He was lying, lying down with me. I usually keep him in his bassinet. And I used to play the symphonies all the time. I love symphonies for babies. Oh, I sing to him. And it was just something strange about that pregnancy. And I, um, <clears throat> I woke up. It was probably like two something in the morning. And I realized his mouth was purple. And I touched him on his forehead. Oh, wow. I never told anybody. You know, so amazing how God showed me Southeast. He showed me Southeast. And I never told, talk about this. I never, not since that day it happened, I never talked about it. And His, he was kind of warm, but he was getting cold. So you could tell it just started happening. It just happened not too long ago. And I ran and I you know, went to my mom. I said, Mom, his mouth is purple. He's not moving. But I was much more, you know, panicked than I am now. And for me to talk so calm like this, why, you know, by never talking about it before, thank God for the healing because that shows that I'm healed from that. And he... um. He wouldn't move. And the paramedics was telling me before they got there what to do. 
They said, you know, do CPR on him. And as I opened up his mouth and blew my breath in, I noticed my breath was, my air was coming back out. I wasn't receiving it. And I never forget he had on the yellow sleeper. Oh God. He was so adorable and very hairy. My son was very hairy too, DJ. <laughs> I was very hairy when I was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um he's, he had so much hair to be so young. Everybody so and my son DJ did too. So did I. <laughs> but anyway, and I was panicking. I, the paramedics got there, you know. I was in the ambulance. He was in they was in I was in a fire truck. They was trying to bring him back. My mom was there with me. My family members came, they ran. Met me at the hospital, and then they came to me and was like, what's nothing we could do about it? I used to call him Mommy Boo. And when I went to the morgue to identify, they did it through a, a screen, and he looked like he was just asleep. But the night, I, I was I sung at his you know, home-going service. So much family support, it took me on a vacation. And they kept telling me I, I couldn't calm down. They were saying, if you don't, my doctor was saying, if you don't calm down. You know, this is my gynecologist. And he, he was supporting me. You know, he the one delivered him. And he was like, if you don't calm down, I'm about to come and give you a needle. And you don't want that needle because you'll be no more good. You have to, you have to be in a home because you have to calm down because you're losing it. And I mean, I was losing it. I was I snapped. And the guy, he wasn't around. I don't know. I told him I got pregnant. I ran into him, told him I got pregnant. I didn't care. Kept saying it wasn't his. And he ended up in prison. You know, I forgave him for everything. I just wanted to tell him that he had a child. And he was like, it's not mine. It's not mine. And the night I buried him, I lost it. I lost it. And they was like, we're going to take you to a hospital. Because we, we don't know what to do with you. You have to snap out of it. I, was, I, don't, I didn't know how to, nothing but God. No one but God. I sit in the bathroom in the dark. I sit in dark spots, dark places. And God told me, and this is what saved my life. He said, write it down. Write down what you're thinking. Write down what you see. Write down how you feel. God. I thought I failed the baby. I thought I failed as a mother. I thought I failed. I said, how can I let you die? And when I... And I was really snapping because I didn't get the autopsy report yet. And I was like, oh, my God, don't let it be nothing I did. And he passed away from SIDS. Sudden infant death syndrome. There's no cause. It's just, you know, God just took him home. I was really not knowing what I was doing. But I was doing the best. But it was not a really good time for me. No, and God knew that. And I cried out for God for help. Like, can you help me? 
And that was God's way of saying, let me take it from here. And then what brought me back, not begin, not just beginning to write, but God gave me an encounter with my son. Oh, let me stop crying, God said. And what gave me an encounter with my son, God gave me every every day for like, whenever I asked, for a whole year, I only asked for the whole year, show me something else he's doing in the kingdom, God. God showed me my son waving at me, you know, he had the biggest smile on his face. I, I, I never even seen him smile like that here. You understand? Six weeks and you smiling like that? And God showed me him picking him up. The angels playing with him. I'm like, show me something else. What is he doing now in the kingdom, God? You got to show me every day. Every day what he'll be doing in the kingdom. And, you know, my father found out. He was like, you know, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm not there for my daughter. You know, my grandfather was the same way, you know. It was like, wow. It was a lot and for me to talk about it and not freak out. But the thing is, is that I noticed that I needed to get psychiatric help because I didn't talk to anybody about the pain I was feeling about him. Even though God was giving me encounters, I still felt so much. I mean, I didn't feel any pain, but it's like my mind snapped to the point that way I found him in the bed. I would think I see him on the couch sitting there. I made all his clothes. I could crochet. I knit very well. And I made him a, you know, an out, outfit one day. I took I used to take pictures and dress him up. Just to take pictures and dress him up. And, I, you know, I dressed him up and take pictures. And, and, um, it's a picture where he had a red and white uh, hat I made and red and white booties I made. The gold was, you know, he had some blue pants and a blue shirt. It was so cute. It's so cute. And everybody's like, he has so much hair. Oh my God, he's a hairy little boy. And I, um, I will always think I see him sitting there like that on the couch where I went for a while. I mean, it been years. I done moved into my own place. And, you know, I'm in my 20s now. And I look and see, you know, thinking I'm seeing him and he's not there. And I, and I talk myself out of like, you don't need no help. You're fine. You're good. You're good. You know, you're healed. You're healed. You're, healed. you're good. You're good. And just because you get help doesn't mean that you're not healed. It just, you know, people are, you know, experienced and educated in areas to help you. It's just help. And I was like, I'm not crazy. I'm not cuckoo. No one will think nothing wrong with me. I'm not going to tell nobody what's going on. And I, everywhere I would go, I would think I see him, especially on the couch. Because I took pictures with him on the couch all the time. And in that bedroom, I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't see that bedroom anymore. I had to keep it closed. And I was like, oh, God. I thought it was something I did. But God said, no. It's something that I did. I took that off your hands. And God told me that. And I uh, I don't go to go back to grave sites. But I, I will go with one. If you happen to want to visit someone in your family, I will go with you, of course, and support you. But anybody that passed, I wouldn't go. I don't. I haven't gone because that's not where they are. They're in the kingdom. If I want to talk to you, I know where to go to talk to you. I'm not talking to a, a body that's been that you know that perished. You understand? So I'm not talking to no bones. I'm talking to you, the, the internal being. And God had me to testify that to you about you know him, and um, you know, and it's amazing. Oh, okay, God. I was wondering why you had me to testify this to him because he's restoring those those you know moments back to me. That's why he put a desire of kids in my heart. 
because nothing is never lost. And I'm going to give you double. That's why you have no number. Double doesn't mean two to God. Double means two. It's, it's whatever he give you, another portion of, a higher portion of that. You understand? Jesus. But, yeah, I didn't know because I was like, oh my gosh. I kept denying me admitting I need help. I never told my mom. I never told anybody. I was just like, you know, ignore it. And I was like, wow. I finally, you know, like not now, but, you know, recently, I finally got over that. I finally got over that. I thought I was crazy. I mean, I thought I was going crazy. I didn't want nobody to think I was crazy or nothing was wrong with me. But the thing about it is I held it in. All of that hurt and crying, I, I didn't let it out. I snapped. And to the point I started thinking I see him. And it wasn't him. You understand? So, and then the thing is, the enemy knows it too. And he tried to use that to cause you to think you're crazy. You understand? So you can lose your mind. But I thank God for having us to renew our mind. Thank you, Lord. You understand, sweetie? So God had me to testify that with you. It's amazing how God have you to hear everything that I've been through. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. A lot of uh, men that, you know, that was in my life that I trusted, you know, they... Let me not get into that because they've been forgiven. You understand? I thank God for that. Thank you, Father. He says, you know, you don't have to. You're fine. Thank you. Just put it like this. Everything you've been through is to set you up to prosper. You understand? And I was like, wow. Encountering things upon encountering and encountering and still standing strong. Yeah. But God had me testify about my child. I never even talked about him. But the reason, oh, okay, God, he's answering. He had me to, oh, God, you're taking my obedience up to a higher level. He had me, he say things, I obey. And then after I do it, he, he gives me the reason as to why he had me to do it. See, he won't give you the answer before. He wants you to, you know, obey what he said. And he showed me how obedient I really am. Father, I love you. And, uh, Father, yes, Jehovah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> My son don't even know that he had a little brother. Mm -mm. No. I didn't even, I never said anything. I left it there. Mm -hmm. I just said something to you. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want any pictures. I didn't want anything. I left it. My mom has everything. I didn't want anything. I just wanted the memories I had in the kingdom. That's it. I didn't really want no earthly memories because I was afraid I was going to be hurt again. And God said, you're healed. Just, you know, you're healed from that. He just said that to me. You are healed from that. And by testifying that to him, to you. And the reason God had me to testify that to you, he's answered me. 
because if you come across, you know, any part of my life and you hear or you see a picture and you will know God don't want you to ever encounter any part of my life and something that you should have known and don't know. You understand? That's why God helped me to tell you things. So when it comes across... <laughs> You would know. You understand? And my dad, the reason why God had my dad, you know, a way to isolate him behind four walls, it's he's trying to gain his attention. My father's still not paying attention. I come against the spirit of stubbornness. It's a great dad. He's just so stubborn. You know, and I said, I told him, I said, Dad, you're going to still be there until you stop being stubborn. God is trying to gain your attention. Just say, yes, God, what do you, why you have me here for so long? What is it that you're trying to say to me? And what it is, is that my father, when he had my, when my mom had his daughters, he had two girls, me and my sister. And my mom, he did not play with us. He would lock us in the house till he come home because he was did not want anybody to come and harm us. That's how he thought. He was to think to protect us, overly protect. Like it was bad. It was so bad. And he would always have us with him. We couldn't breathe. We, 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 we wouldn't be able to live. You know, and he would have us to he cover us up all the time. We couldn't show no skin. I would never have gotten married. He would never let me get married. No. Ever. Ever. He would want me to be a virgin. Forever. You understand? And to him, there's no such thing as born again. <laughs> he would not accept. He would not. It took us to make our own It took him to be behind the four walls for us to make our own decisions for him to, you know, smooth it up. He lit, he, you know, he softened up and he, you know, a lot. Loves his grandkids. But he would not have, you know, no, it wouldn't have been under that. We wouldn't even be able to leave the house. That's how protective he was. We weren't even able to leave the house. Not even my mom. He was like that with all of us, even her. We couldn't do nothing. You know? Nothing. And that's not what God wanted me to do. And that's not what God wanted him to do. So God had to gain his attention. And I was like, wow. You were like that? My mother gave me some stories. She didn't want to say anything at once. But she said it. I was like, oh my God. He was living like that. I would have said, I hate you. And God wouldn't want me to hate my father. Because he said honor. You understand? That would make my assignment short. Because, you know, your length of days go according to you you honoring your mother and father. And I would have been hating him. I'm like, oh my God, I can't leave the house. I hate you. You understand? And when I was a kid, I wasn't realizing it. But now I see how he was when we came to visit him in prison. He hold us so tight. We couldn't even go anywhere. And don't dare look at anybody else in there. And don't dare have any other inmates look at his daughters. Oh, God. That's one reason why I don't see him now. Because I'm afraid what he might do. Because somebody say, oh, you thought it's fine. Oh, God. I sent them pictures, me and my sister. And his inmates said stuff. Oh, God. That's why he wouldn't even have them up. He put them up. Yeah, he have gotten many fights because of it. He's so overprotective. 
He's always been like that. And I was like, oh my God. I thank God he lit, he, he lit up a lot. Yes, he did. Oh my goodness. My son, the one I had first, is his first grandson. And he flipped that he wasn't able to be there for me when that happened. But he was able to go to the you know homegoing service. But he had to go you know after or before being him. He's an inmate and he had to be alone with the guards. And he was there. And um, I just thank God for that. God had me to pinpoint all these things to you, oh God. <laughs> Sweetie, I always ask God, you have me tell these things. I don't want him to change his mind on being with me, God. And God said he can never change his mind. It's written. But he's so honored. He's not like how, you know, don't think like that. There's nothing you can ever say because there's nothing, the way how I created you, you never will go through what he don't like. Because you create it to be exactly. You understand? I see eyes in the kingdom everywhere. Oh my God, you guys are everywhere. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I guess the way I can look at you and not wave, guys. Hi. I love you too. I love you too. God asked me, do I want to see my son? What are you doing in the kingdom now? And I told God before, I don't want to see him until I get home. And I'm okay. I'm okay today. I'm okay forevermore. Yes, what is he doing now, Father? What is he doing now? God going to surprise me. Okay. You can surprise me. He's with my grandfather. He's with my grandfather. Oh, God. Oh, God. My grandfather asked me to forgive him. I forgive you. I forgive you. Oh, okay. I just felt that. That was that. that, that okay, I felt that. Thank you. I love you. Hi, sweetie. Oh, my God. What a good episode. Oh, oh God. <laughs> sweetie. Oh, God. God just opened up a, a higher set of gates in the kingdom because of my thanksgiving. And these gates are made of wood. Beautiful wood. i never seen the gates without being, you know, the way how they usually be, God. This is wood now. <laughs> it's beautiful wood. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a date, God. <laughs> I want to date with him on my podcast. Oh my God. God do not think how we think. No, for him to say that. No, doesn't. Just give me sweetie for one second, please. No, I can't. I don't want, I'm not going to eat while I'm talking to you. Oh, let me charge my phone up while I'm talking. I'm not going to eat while I'm talking. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm like, where's my charger? Please excuse me while I get my charger, okay? No, I don't want I'm not going to hang up. I'm mean, not going to push that. You can hear me get up. Excuse my bed. You already know about my old bed. <laughs> now <laughs> if my family knew about my, my bed or any oh god they'd be like you still do you still want to be without the legacy yep 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 to them I'm stubborn to me I'm not but now they get it they get it now because guess what now they are receiving from God like never before from me so, so my grandmother was so amazed. She was like, wow, 
You never needed us, and look how God is taking you. Look how far he's taking you. And you never needed us. Never. Not once. And look how far he's taking you. DJ! Please excuse my answer. It's just, just... DJ! You come in. Do me a quick favor, buddy, okay? Sure. Can you just uh, put some water in this? In the bathroom? Yeah, because I, I want it warm. That's why I asked for that. Yeah. Okay. Not out the fridge. I want the faucet. I need warm water for something else. Thank you so much. I done drunk like four water bottles this morning. Yeah. Sweetie, I was in the zone. I was in the zone. Let me talk to you. Oh, DJ, yeah. don't fill it up, buddy. Um, uh, yeah, don't pour some of it out. Okay. I want warm water, not cold. Because I'm doing something with that. Thank you. I thank God, sweetheart, that. I don't have that mentality like my family used to have growing up, you know, but I'm having so much money. They have what I want, I get right now. When I want you to do something, you do it right now. And it's it kind of like you're ordering people around. DJ, that's good. Come on. Because I'm recording. Okay, just bring what you got. Just bring what you got. I'm recording. There's too much conversation between me and you while I'm recording. Thank you. You're welcome. Your top. My top is in my hand. Okay. Thank you. I made it warm enough. Okay. Thank you. That's okay. good. Thank you. You sure? Yes. I'm recording. That's why I'm, I'm not dismissing you. I'm just recording. Okay? Yeah. Love you. Hi, my sweetie. Hi, my buka. You're my buka. I like that name for you. Uh-huh. Hey, Buka. <laughs> hey, Buka. Oh, DJ. One more thing, please. I, I eat hot Cheetos, sweetie. Can you get my hot Cheetos out the refrigerator? Sure. Thank you so much. Is that a good idea if I were to eat that? Oh, God. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to pay for that. <laughs> nah. Them Cheetos hot, yo. <laughs> Yeah, they hot. You close my door, though. Okay. Thank you so much for helping me. Such a big help. The best son in the world. Thank you. You're such a sweetie. You're such a sweetie. You're such a sweetheart. That's why God put that passion for kids. Because of the legacy that you leave behind. And every child going to be in the way they should come. Yeah. And a great partner I have to do to do it with. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. But me seeing you still tuning in. <laughs> you must be agreeing with what I'm saying. <laughs> Man. Oh. Well, sweetie. Let's just let it happen, okay? 
Thank you for being so patient while my aunt is the way it is today. I'm in the bed. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Every day is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Do you have my, did you ever write my number down when I uh, said it to you? How did I give you my number? Thank you for being obedient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It wouldn't be right. Mm -mm. I can feel that it wouldn't be right if you called. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Everything is happening. I can feel that it's supposed to happen like this. Mm -hmm. It took me some. It took some more growth to to accept it. Cause I was like, this is not something God would do. He wouldn't have him to be away from me. He wouldn't have him to be rude. It's not being rude. It's not being rude. It is that you. Uh, a daddy's girl, an Abba's girl, and you always usually get, you know, what you want when you want it. But this specific time, you had to wait, and I didn't know how to do that because it was the first time I ever had to do that, and I was like, it's no freaking way. Oh, sweetie. My family. I love my family. You're going to meet them. I miss them. I miss them. I miss my cousins. I miss them. I just don't want that lifestyle. And when I'm there, I don't feel like I belong there because we have two different perspectives. We was like, we in two different worlds. I'm in God's world. You're talking about God and you're not. I'm for real about it. I'm not phony about it. I can never look up and say, God, I need. Come on, yo. There's no way. I can never look up at God. And depend on anyone else. God. Or even go to God and ask for him to do things and not ask for him himself. Oh, God. You are oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It kind of reminds me of the movie Coming to America. Just imagine if Hakeem gave up. He was about to, but imagine if he gave up all his family royalties just to, you know, for love. And when you are walking in love, nothing else matters. No money matters. No family, nothing. 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 And they feel, you know, like she, she don't need us. She don't need, she don't want what we have to offer. And I just thank God that they starting to see for the very first time, this is how it is to have God bless you. And now you try to bless yourself. And God says that he, you know, he's restoring, but it's going to take him to restore and let me stay out the way. Because, you know, many don't have, want to have nothing to do 
with me because I don't want what they have to give. And my cousin's been away from me for so long that we just, you know, they just feel, you know, they love me. We love each other. Don't get me wrong. But it just, now they're under how they are because they receive what they have. So now they look like them, talk like them, act like them. It's a difference from being with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had one, you know, family member say, so, excuse me, oh, God, we just pay for everybody in the family on this birthday that, you know, forgive me. <laughs> I, they said we just pay for the whole family, the whole Disney World trip, everybody going. And they said, Nene, there's so many words, like, you know, you coming? How, no, they said, how are you going to get that? They wanted to hear my answer. Like, in other words, are you going to ask us? Are you going to be a part of this? Are you going to finally need us just to come to this family vacay? I say, oh, I have money saved up. I'll go. Oh, you're going to pay your own way? How are you going to get to the airport? I was like, oh, my God, you are, you are in your feelings. I don't want your money. No. I said, it's okay. I get a rental. I don't care. I get a lift. Sweetie, I really don't like driving. I'm a nervous driver. Very nervous driver. To be honest, I don't even think I can drive good. No. Because it's like too much things to think about. I'm so nervous. I'm always, you know, in the zone with God. And I passed the road test, you know. I was drinking, you know. And I was like, you know, I got so nervous to driving. It's like only only drove when I was tipsy. I felt like I, because I, it took the nervousness away. And who, you know, we're not supposed to drink and drive. But I never, you know, did it unsafely where it would hurt someone's life. Thank God that I never did that. Nothing to testify about. Oh my God, I'm testifying on myself today. Sweetie, God, stop with this. And I'm just nervous because I ain't never really do it sober. No. I don't even know how would I drive sober. No. So that's why, you know, I just get left. I don't like driving. No. As I do with my grandmother, too. She never really liked driving. She always gets chauffeured. So it's okay. I mean, can you help me? Oh, God. Really? Can you help me by just driving me around? God. I God say you might help. You have to help me. He didn't tell you what you're going to help me with. You understand? Oh, God. You understand, sweetie? I need you, oh God. <laughs> Don't tell anybody that. I see like I see boats. Mm-hmm. I see a dock. Yeah. With a lot of boats in water. Yeah, they're nice boats. They're all white too. Mm-hmm. Sailboats. I see sailboats. Mm-hmm. Water on a dock. Near a dock. Mm-hmm. Sweetie. God said they're used boats. I love you. Thank you, Father, for the vision. I don't even, I don't even ask God what you mean. God said I get to record again after this. Oh, my God. You're going to hear all of this today? I'm so excited. Sweetie. <laughs> Listen to all of them. Please. Need you. <laughs> I need you. Yeah. You have a lot to hear today. Yeah. Oh, God, give me, you know, favor to do it again. Yes, I'm about to do it again. I love you.